I want a meal, my dog. Stack up this paper, my dog. I got it on lock, my dog. Them runners, I chill, my dog. Yeah, never question me. Go and get the money. I want all honey. Yeah, I want all honey. Yeah, I want all honey. I want a meal, my dog. Stack up this paper, my dog. I got it on lock, my dog. Them runners, I chill, my dog. Yeah, I need that mozzarella. Give me the key to the city. Pulling off in the Tesla. Uh, gotta kick the dough in. My fam gotta eat. Ain't no time to waste. Bitch, on my minutes. You see it in my face. All this water dripping on me. Yeah, I gotta replenish. At the time where we supposed to be at. Just me and my niggas. My dog hungry. You know we gon' feast. Give me the track. You know I'm a beast. Posted on the block. We off in the streets. We don't fuck around. Yo, what's up? I am Scoots Bronson. This is the 4-3 pod. Um, today we got S. Dot Foster and E in today. JD couldn't be here. Um, actually, I don't know if he can't be here. He might be here later, so keep an eye out for JD. And Seeds couldn't be here today. Um, he has prior engagements. The man got to go make his money. So, um, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> so, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Seeds. Um, so, man, listen, it's been some crazy things going on week nine. Um, we're just on the tail end of it. We've seen some great games. We're going to get into it. But first, if you've watched this show before, you already know what we're about to get into. But if you haven't, man, we got a little segment that we like to do called Get It Off Your Chest. Um, this segment is where we rant and rave about the things that kind of uh, ticked us off in the, um, in the you know what I'm saying, week of NFL and NCAA football. <clears throat> so, excuse me. Let's go ahead and get into it. Um, e, man, we're going to go with you first, bro. We're going to go ahead and, and have you take it in, man. So, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. Well, uh, we had a good week. So, you know, I ain't going to rant about my Ravens. But what I am going to uh, get off my chest is just the fact of these rough in the passer calls. Um, and it's crazy. Uh, I just seen uh, somebody made a post earlier how it's crazy how most most of these black quarterbacks do not get this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Justin Fields played the other night, blatant roughing the passer call, no call on the no no call on the play. And if it's one of these um, quote unquote elite quarterbacks uh, like the Tom Brady's, the the Josh Allen's, and you know all of these other different quarterbacks, then they always get. That rough in the passer, even if it's one step or a half a step, or maybe they was already in the air when he threw the ball and it was a little push. They get that flag. You got you got uh these black quarterbacks, like yes, they're they're mobile, yet they can run. As soon as they run, they're a they're a running back. But then you got linebackers or DNs dipping their head, helmet to helmet, hitting them after the play, nothing, just totally beating them up. My man Lamar Jackson went. Damn near all 2020 without a rough in the passer call. And 
at least the first four weeks of this season without a rough in the passer call. Uh, it started seeing to happen to Justin Fields a couple of times. Used to happen to Cam Newton a lot. Happened to uh, Steve McNair back in the day. Like, just because I'm an athlete, I'm bigger, I'm faster, I'm still a quarterback. And if you have this league that's supposed to protect the quarterback, that doesn't mean uh, just your, your, your faith. And that means every quarterback that's in that position. You know what I'm saying? So that means Tom Brady. That means Lamar Jackson. That means Justin Fields. That means Pat Mahomes. That means Jalen Hurts. You know what I'm saying? That means everybody. Everybody that's in that position needs to get that call. And it's just sad that the refs are not seeing it that way. You know, and, and it's happening week in and week out. And these quarterbacks are taking some unnecessary hits. And some of them are some big hits. And some of them aren't. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I didn't see flags get thrown for less. But other than that, man, that's really all I got to get off my chest. Before I get off of here, let's go, Ravens. As <laughs> that, man, you up, bro. What's up, man? Yo. Fuck my teams, man. They trash. <laughs> yo, these dudes trash, yo. Like, man. Look, before before I get there, though, I, I do want to rant about something. And it's the same thing I ranted about last week. These pass interference calls, like, especially in the NFL, like, I cannot do this. Like, the they make these rules mainly for the offense, for there to be more scoring and all that type of stuff. I get it. More scoring, the scoreboard going up, I get it. Everybody loves all that stuff. But at the end of the day, all a quarterback has to do is, yo, I'm under pressure. I'm just going to heave it up. All you have to do is underthrow a guy, and it's a pass interference because the defensive back is going to run into the guy because he has to stop and jump for the ball. That's not pass interference, yo. And they know that they can get away with it. I mean, these penalties are 40 yards sometimes, 40, 50, 60-yard penalties, all because a quarterback threw a bad pass and the receiver went for the ball and the defensive back ran into him. It's a pass interference. It's, it's terrible. I mean, I have to vouch for my former position. Um, it's really definitely like the hardest position to play. And this is even making it even harder to play. And it's ridiculous. I see it time after time after time. And the quarterbacks that are the best at it are the guys like, you know, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Like they know, like all I got to do is heave it up and they're going to get a pass interference call. So that's the one thing. Another thing is, did anybody even know Colt McCoy was still in the league? No. Colt no. McCoy lit my fucking team up, my guy. Colt McCoy. <laughs> Texas Are you legend. serious? Longhorn you know legend. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. He is a Longhorn legend. Like, he still – I think he holds the record for the most wins there. Like, I get it. He, he used to be – I didn't even know he was still in the league. And this dude is Kyler Murray's backup. They didn't have Kyler Murray or DeAndre Hopkins, and we still got our ass whooped. Mm. This is ridiculous. Like, I understand Kyle Shanahan is supposed to be this, this, this guru offensive guy. I, I don't know if it's Jim. I don't know what it is. But obviously something is not right in San Francisco. As far as, as, far as my nose, it's just, you know, i we found out last minute our starting quarterback Travis uh uh damn Jordan Travis couldn't play. 
supposedly that it's not COVID, but they said some kind of illness that was going on down in Tallahassee. They said even the baseball team had to cancel that game because a bunch of dudes got sick. So mm-hmm. we don't have our starting quarterback, and you can tell we don't have our starting quarterback. Offense is non-existent. We get beat by NC State, which is not a bad team, but still, it, it's it's all bad over here, man. It's all bad, man. But Scoots, man, you you, you got it, man. You can take it. <laughs> For sure, man. Um, so <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, my beef really ain't with uh, you know, what I'm saying a team or a game or anything like that. My real beef, honestly and truly, um, it all has to do with the referees, man. I know you talked about the um, the pass interference calls as that. Me personally, I'm going at all the calls, man. I'm talking about from all sides to um pass interference defense or offense delay a game calls being too late um or not being called at all i'm talking about unnecessary roughness calls being called when they should be i mean when they shouldn't be called and then when they should be called they're getting overlooked and then last but not least the worst of them all is the taunting call um i don't know why it's such a big deal that all of a sudden these guys can't talk trash to each other or these guys can't celebrate when they make a play I don't know where this is coming from. Hopefully um, this gets nipped in the bud soon because it's it's making the game a lot worse than it should be. Um, to me, it's making the game weaker. I'm not a big fan of it. I really don't like to see, you know, uh, these guys go out there and, and make plays, but then they got to watch every single thing that they do. They got to step on eggshells. It's already bad enough that, you know what I'm saying, you can't really touch a receiver coming off the line or you could barely touch a receiver coming off the line. Um, it's like anything you do at this point is, is defensive pass interference, regardless if it's getting underthrown, regardless if, it's, if it hits you in the hands or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm, it's just starting to get too much. It's, it's like these refs, man, they, they making these calls and they, <coughs> excuse me, they don't have anybody to answer to. And it's starting to get un- very unnecessary. Um, they need to get the, the league needs to get control of this as soon as possible because I think what's going to end up happening is um, not necessarily that viewership is going to go down, but attendance and stuff like that is start- going to start to go down because you're not going to want to pay your money to go to a game. And when you go to a game, your team is, you know what I'm saying, down by three, you at the 20. And, you know what I'm saying, because uh, a receiver catch a pass for a first down and get it in the 10, you know what I'm saying, with three seconds left and you could tie it up in overtime, he get up and he celebrate or do something like that, then they bring it back 15 fucking yards because, you know what I'm saying, they want to call a, a taunting, a, a taunting uh, penalty or whatever. So to me, man, it's just these refs, man. These refs are getting out of control. I think they need to be uh, reprimanded by, you know what I'm saying, some of the decisions that they're making, it's starting to seem like they're controlling the game um, more so than the teams are controlling the game, and it's not looking good. But that's all I got, man. Um, but since we all forget it off your chest, <coughs> excuse me again, goodness gracious, um, I guess we can go ahead. I don't know, man. <laughs> get, you, get you some um, water, man. Get you uh, halls or something. I got my water right here. There you go. <laughs> right. Yeah, nah. <clears throat> um, man, listen, we're gonna go ahead and get into the topics, man. 
the first topic is um, near and dear to my heart. It kind of hurts me. Uh, but we're talking about Odell Beckham, man. Odell Beckham has been released by um, my dear Cleveland Browns. Um, he was placed on waivers uh, Monday. He has not been picked up as of yet. Um, however, sources have said that he is looking forward to going to um, the Chargers, the Chiefs, and um, the Patriots. So those are the top three teams that he has on the list. But I wanted to point something out real quick um, before, you know what I'm saying, you guys had uh, chimed in on pretty much the shit show that has went on in Cleveland um, this past couple weeks. I wanted to bring this up real quick, man. Um, Odell Beckham, you know what I'm saying, he made this statement in um, 2018 in an interview on Sunday Night Countdown with Josina Anderson. Um, she asked him what's going on between um, him and Eli Manning and how does he feel about this? Uh, <clears throat> how does he, how did he feel about the team and um, where he was pretty much standing? So his reply was that I haven't been in the place where I feel like I can go out and do everything I'm capable of doing. I don't get 20 targets like some other receivers. And then he continued to say, um, I feel like, I work entirely way too hard. Um, so that's just the beef that he had between him and Eli toward the end of his run in New York. I feel like the same thing has kind of happened here in Cleveland. But just to give you guys some quick stats, he played 29 total games with Cleveland, um, 210 targets, 104 uh, – I'm sorry, 114 receptions. 1,586 yards, seven touchdowns, and he averaged 54.7 yards a game. Also, um, let it be known that he was second in drops on the team as well. <clears throat> now, I felt like um, his injuries caused a lot of the of the rift between him, Baker Mayfield, whatever coach was there at the time, and just the organization in general. I feel like if he'd have been a lot more healthier, he would have been a lot more productive. It would have been a lot easier for him to be productive. But I also feel like when he first got there, his first year um, coming in, I feel like Baker was kind of forced or felt forced to, you know what I'm saying, to get the ball to Odell Beckham. You know what I mean? Like if it seemed as if he was trying his <clears> – <throat> he was trying everything in his power – to make sure he got the ball to Odell and kind of force feeding him, you know what I'm saying, passes and receptions. But then come to find out, another story comes out, I believe it was Tuesday, and we find out that he was running the wrong routes. So now we kind of, you know what I'm saying, got a chance to see um, why him and Baker really weren't on the same page. Although I feel like it was more so Baker, you know what I'm saying, being injured having to deal with that pain and then, you know what I'm saying, overthrowing them, underthrowing them, things like that. Also, it's a little, you know what I'm saying, you add that on top of him not running the right route, it's a little bit difficult to be able to, you know what I'm saying, get in tune with a receiver. Um, I always said that it was something funny about that chemistry, but, you know what I'm saying, it, it pretty much goes to show you that, you know what I'm saying, these uh, receivers, man, they are super divas, and um, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's uh maybe it's something that he can can fix later on down his down the line for his career. Um, I would like to see him, you know what I'm saying, do good because I think Odell is a star, man. I think he's a super talent. 
But uh, we'll see. Um, S. Dot, man, how you feel? Uh, to piggyback off your point, like I've always made this uh this statement when it comes to like star receivers, like their number one guy. Like everybody, you know, I wish JD was here because he's one of those people, you know, make everything about Super Bowls and all that type stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you look at a lot of like these top top receivers in the NFL, or even guys that were previously in the NFL, when you look at a guy like Randy Moss, never won a Super Bowl. You look at somebody like Calvin Johnson, never won a Super Bowl. You know, when you look at T.O. <laughs> never won a Super Bowl. And the point that I'm making is a lot of the times when you have like this one talented receiver, really at the end of the day, it was really only Jerry Rice, really Jerry Rice. And um, what's my boy name? Jerry Rice and Michael Irvin. If you think mm-hmm. about it, because even when you look at somebody like Chris Carter, Tim Brown, like all of these guys, even a B before this previous year, Remember, the Steelers won a Super Bowl before AD got there when um when Ben Roethlisberger was there. Yeah. So it's like this chemistry that these these quarterbacks are trying to develop with these receivers sometimes don't <laughs> always work out in the long run. Right. That's why I say I'm not really I'm for everybody getting their money. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not for overpaying a receiver because a lot of the times those overpaid receivers don't always resort. And wins. Now, when it comes to OBJ running the wrong routes and all that type of stuff, we mentioned this last week. He kind of pulled the Jane Harden there, where mm-hmm. he was like, I don't want to be here, so I'm going to find a way to get myself out of here. Now, what Adam Schefter posted eight hours ago, maybe it's new news now, but the three teams that was supposedly that was put out there was the Chiefs, the Packers, and the Saints. Right. It could have changed, but this was eight hours ago. But even with those and what's going around is that supposedly he's saying that he want to go to a contender. You was with a contender. You didn't want to be there. So it's like even so even when it comes to the Chiefs, this ain't what the Chiefs problem is. It's not really receiver. When it comes to the Packers, do you really want to go there? Because Aaron Rodgers might not even be there next year and they ain't gonna be stuck with Jordan Love. Then you look at the Saints. The Saints don't even have that quarterback position even figured out right now. So well, he also real quick though he also wanted to go to Seattle too. I see, I seen that. I seen that. He's gonna be th- he gonna be third option there. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying because he all like th- there's already chemistry with Tyler Lockett and DJ mm-hmm. Metcalf. So yep. you're gonna come in and they chemi- look just like when um when Ocho Cinco went to the Patriots. They they couldn't get their chemistry together. Mm-hmm. OBJ, man, is is he's one of those situations where I'm glad he got what he wanted. Now it's all about making the right choice, the right fit. And it's just and I thought destination was gonna be a thing, but who knows? It's it's really it's really a tricky, a tricky conversation, man, when you're talking about these star receivers, because the dude got talent out the world. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a very talented dude, but I just don't know if the best thing to do is to go about some of these things the way that, that he's going about it right now. Yeah, E, <clears throat> e what's your thoughts, man? Well, you know, on a previous show, you know, we talked about OBJ and the problem in Cleveland. And I said then, and might right before all of this came out, I'm like, he probably doesn't want to be in Cleveland, which 
come out like one day, bro. People gonna listen to me. I don't know. I don't know when that day. <laughs> I know. I know what I be talking about half the time. I ain't gonna say every time, but half the time I know what I be talking about. Uh, but I, I like just as a player, man. I can see with that not wanting to be there, especially when you got money tied to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, I've never got paid to play, but when you don't want to play for a team, it shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It shows in in your in your in your off season ethic. It shows in your regular season. It shows in your route running. It shows in your your preparation. It shows in all of that. Now you can be making all these one hand catches and pregame and looking good and showing out for the crowd and dancing. But then as soon as that that kickoff, as soon as the clock start rolling, it's like all right, cool. Let me just make it look good. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna look make it look good like it's his fault. So that way I can still get me a job. I don't get me wrong, he's definitely uh one of the more talented receivers in the league. You know what I'm saying? But we have not seen that since he's been in Cleveland. It's been a couple of little it's a it's been a couple plays since he's been there, but like you uh like you uh alluded to, uh Mark, a fact of he been injured, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of yeah. hard to to do these <clears throat> do these use doing or doing the things that you're capable of when you're on the sideline uh the base avail- uh you know what i'm saying if you're not available to play then there's really nothing that you can really do about it um like i said man on the previous show i kind of seen this coming i didn't really see it happening this year i thought it was going to be like you know after the season was over a little off-season move and all of that but you can i just can tell that he wanted out i i don't know if you guys heard this or not but i also heard I don't know if it was just a something that he said or a post. I really don't uh, can't remember where I seen it at, but I already was trying to go to LA. So, and man, I he, he, at like, this point he just trying to land, man. Yeah, <clears throat> he trying to. I'm like, man, he don't want to be in Cleveland now. I don't know if it's the the city, the, the environment, you know what I'm saying, or if it's actually the team and the organization. Right. But, you know, everybody wants to go to L.A. You know what I'm saying? You want to be in that sun. You want to be, you know what I'm saying, on the beach and, and all of that good stuff, man. Be up there with the rest of the stars. And then what? Uh, uh, and, and the Rams is doing their thing. They're doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Like, so you wanting to go to L.A. really is not it's really not a bad deal. Like uh, Sean just pointed out, as Dog pointed out, is that he was already with the contender. You know what I'm saying? Cleveland Browns. A lot of people don't want to believe it, but it is 2021, and the Cleveland Browns are a contender now. <laughs> so he was with, he was with a contender. You know what I'm saying? He was with the team that went to the playoffs the previous year. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, now you're with a contender. Now show up. So, but now you want to go to somebody that is uh that's not that don't have to battle for it. Like right now, that the the Rams is one of the top tops in the, in the NFC. So you want to go somewhere where they already winning, and you know what I'm saying? I just think. Like you said, man, these receivers are divas. You know, I'm super mm-hmm. divas. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's not my way, I'm out of here. So it's really mm-hmm. like at this point, man, is is it really the scenery? Is it really the organization? Or is it is it OBJ? Is it him? Like, if you if he I think he wants to go somewhere where he's that guy. He he has to be catered to. He wants to get um 25 targets, 20 targets, 25 targets. He wants to, like, no, as soon as you step foot on the field, like what happened in Cleveland, as soon as he stepped foot on the field, on on paper, as soon as he became a part of the team on paper, the Browns was automatically 
the a powerhouse offense. Soon as soon as they got yeah. him, soon as they got him, but before he even played a snap, they was already comparing, comparing the Browns' offense to the Chiefs. Like as soon as he like whoa, like okay, that's crazy. But he didn't play a snap yet. So now when you right. come out there, it's like, okay, you're there. So now you got to get double teamed. Now you you know what I'm saying now we're shading your way. Now you're going to get you know what I'm saying chipped in between here and there. yeah yeah we we watching you because we can't let mm-hmm. you get rolled. We can't let you be the offense. You know what I'm saying? And that was the problem. He's targeted. It, it doesn't matter where you go. As soon as you touch down on the field, if you're an athlete of that type of caliber, then you're going to get double teamed. You're going to receive that treatment. So if you're going to be that guy, if you want to be that guy and that's the type of talent that you have, then you got to take what comes with it. You know what I'm right. saying? So if you can beat a right. double team and you can go up and snag and do do all these miraculous catches, man, they're not about to leave you one-on-one all the time. It, that's not going to happen. They're not going to always give you a eight, eight to 12 yard cushion so you can just catch a screen pass and eat them up underneath. That's not always going to happen if you're supposed to be that guy. And as talented as you are, everybody knows that you've already, you already had your time when you put the league on notice. So every time you step out, you go, you're going to get that. So I don't know what he's actually looking for. Uh, like you guys all said, man, he's definitely a talented receiver. I, I definitely want to see him do good, you know what I'm saying, overall, and kind of maybe re- at this point he has to revamp his career because uh, he's not the OBJ of old, and we can only go by what we currently see. And currently, currently, right now, he is not a superstar right now. Right now he's right. an average receiver. So hopefully he lands somewhere to where he can re- revitalize his career and, and and get back on track and maybe refocus his energy somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Not not away from football, but just actually be focused on football, not trying to get away from a team or whatever the case may be. Yeah, um, I agree, man. Uh, you guys made some great points. Um We'll see where he lands later on in the season. If, you know what I'm saying, he even gets picked up at this point. Um, you made a very, very strong point, E, when you said that, you know what I'm saying, he's not the OBJ of old. You know what I'm saying? He's not a superstar anymore at this point. He's getting to the point to where, you know what I'm saying, he can be a problem if he can stay healthy. Um, but I think that with what happened at the end of, you know what I'm saying, his tenure in New York and – at the end of his tenure in Cleveland, you know what I'm saying, is it's kind of, you know what I'm saying, showing what you'll get if, you know what I'm saying, he kind of doesn't get his way. And, and at this point, it's starting to look as if, um, you know what I'm saying, he, he's he's going by that, you know, that diva, um, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that diva mentality, you know what I'm saying, that diva characteristic. So we'll see how it pan out, man. Um, moving on, Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? Listen here, boy. This dude, man. It's a you know bad what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> this man has um has been in the news uh over this over this past week um over COVID. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess earlier on in the season he was asked if he was vaccinated. He said yes, and then um, well, he said I'm emulated. He said he was emulated. Not emulated, uh, 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 emulized. That's what he said. Oh, he, answered, he got immunizations. Yeah, he didn't. He, yeah, so he answered the question, but he didn't answer the question, and nobody followed up. So this nigga said he got he immunized. Yeah. When they asked him, was he vaccinated? Exactly. Yeah. Oh shit! 
So that's what happened. So that's technically, he didn't lie then. <laughs> nah. He okay. the loop. So, uh, that's a, he the loop, and then nobody and they and they took the white man's answer. Like, oh yeah. Hey, that's okay. We got something going now. Okay, so it was it, it was to my knowledge that he had said that he was vaccinated. Um, and then you know what I'm saying he eventually ended up catching um well he got COVID this past week, mm-hmm. and um basically he did a mm-hmm. interview. On the Pat McAfee show, um, it's up on the screen, you guys, if you want to check it out. Um, but for the listeners, um, I also read it out. He said in one of his statements, "I'm not some sort of anti-vax flat earther. I'm somebody who's a critical thinker. I march to the beat of my own drum. I believe strongly in body bodily uh, uh, autonomy, not to have to acquiesce to some woke culture or some crazed group." of individuals um also on that show he said that um or in that interview he said that he had done as much research as he could he talked to some scientists and he talked to some um health professionals and you know what i'm saying he basically um you know did as much research as he could which isn't surprising because he got enough money to be able to do it and you know what i'm saying to be able to to talk to these type of people and then also he made a joke and said that he had um listened he had got his some advice or something from joe rogan and you know what i'm saying if you don't know about the situation joe rogan went through he kind of went through the same thing where he took some um some type of medicine that's supposed to be a horse dewormer or something like that and they said that it kind of helped him. But basically, he was making a joke about the Joe Rogan thing. People took that literal. Um, but, man, listen, um, Aaron Rodgers is out here. He's, you know what I'm saying, kind of doing the same thing that we're seeing um, another athlete do in Kyrie Irving. He's um, kind of making a stance public about refusing to take the vaccine. I'm not sure if um, – you know what I'm saying? I'm not sure if what he said uh, in the clip that I just uh, quoted, if, you know what I'm saying, if he ain't, you know, shooting the shot at, at my man a little bit at, at uh, Kyrie, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the whole anti-vax flat earther thing. I think that was a little shot at Kyrie, but I'm going to be honest with you, man. I feel like, you know, this really shouldn't even be as big of a deal as people are making it seem. Um, especially with Kyrie Irving, it definitely shouldn't be uh, as big a deal as people are making it seem. Only because, I, and I think in in Kyrie's case, it's only because they have so many mandates and everything in New York, right? Um, but in the NFL, they have to get tested before they even come to the game if they're not vaccinated. So you already have all these protocols in place. What's the big deal? Like, why are we, you know, saying so like, why are we making this such a, a fucking shit show? about Aaron Rodgers not being vaccinated and then him catching fucking COVID-19. Um, even if you're vaccinated, you can still catch it. You know what I'm saying? I guess the whole vaccination thing is supposed to help you from dying or making it worse, but you can still spread it and catch it if you have, you know what I'm saying, a vaccine. So at this point, it's like, even if he don't get it, like what fucking difference does it make? He's a fucking professional athlete he's a special he's supposed to be a special a specimen damn i couldn't say that he's supposed to be a specimen (laughs) so you know what i'm saying with him not taking the vaccine him getting tested and then you know what i'm saying he's going in negative this time he just so happened to be positive 
um is is it really hurting you know what i'm saying more so than it is well is it really hurting the team or is this really just hurting the brand of the nfl with one of their star players their superstar players saying you know what i'm saying no i'm not really on this vaccination train um e what you think man well uh one i agree with you mark as far as being vaccinated uh if you get vaccinated, it, it does not make you totally immune to the virus. You can still right. catch it. You can still spread it. Um, and uh, like the thing is, I, I'm, I recently just got fully vaccinated. Now, my views haven't changed on it. I had a situation. Uh, I had a situation at the house to where somebody close to us was that was uh, tested positive for COVID. They're also was already vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? And just by me having kids and being in close proximity with this person, it was like, all right, man, f fuck it. Like, we might as well. You know what I'm saying? But my views haven't changed on it. Now, if I was never in close proximity with this person, then I still I'll still be unvaccinated today. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because you got my body, my choice with a lot of different views of the world. And everybody's okay with that. But now when it comes to this vaccine, it's, oh, no, you're in the position. You should take it. Like, why? Why should I take it? And he allegedly, uh, like you said, Mark, he uh, did some extra research. And he also said that he found out with the Moderna and the Pfizer that he was supposedly allergic to one of the right. ingredients in those. So he chose to go a different route. And they're like, well, if that's true, and a little thing that I read, like, if that's true, you're, you're not only worrying about yourself, but you're being selfish to others around you. Like how, how am I being selfish to others around me? If I found out they got a, a key ingredient in both of those vaccines that I'm allergic to. So I take the vaccine, but I'm allergic to it. And now I can't play football no more. I can't walk no mm -hmm. more. I'm sitting in the hospital or I die. You know what I'm saying? The, all you're going to say is, Oh, we had an unfortunate uh, event that, uh, the great great quarterback NFL da, da 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 had passed away recently due to medical concerns. Now, if he doesn't get it, he, he passes away. Uh, he never chose to get vaccinated. Man, everything is 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 on a is on the fucking curve, and and it and it's crazy. If it goes good, then everybody's fine. If it goes bad, then they figure out some way to reword it to where it doesn't seem like it's this. Listen, man, if you're not comfortable with the vaccine, and I, and I even though I'm vaccinated, I still stand by this, and I agree with you, Mark. It should not be a big thing. You know what I'm saying? It's your choice. It's your body. You're choosing what you want to put in or not put into your body. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like the flu shot. It, the flu, the flu is still killing folks. Ain't nobody mm -hmm. having a big hoop and holler about, oh man, you didn't get the flu. You didn't get the flu shot, bro. Like, oh my God, like you're you're endangering everybody else because you're not getting the flu shot. Like I haven't had a flu shot since I was 20 years old till I was able to make a conscious decision for myself to choose not to. I have not had the flu since I've never had the flu. You know what I'm saying? Since I made that decision, you know what I'm saying? Like I had the flu, of course, a couple of times as being a kid. But since I said, hey, I'm not taking this, you know what I'm saying? I, well, what I am going to take is I'm going I'm to take my vitamin C. I'm going I'm to take my vitamin, uh, my uh, B12. 
You know what I'm saying? My vitamin E, yeah. like I'm going to take my vitamin. I'm going to try to treat my body better. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is not saying that. Everybody is saying, oh, you have to get vaccinated to, to help deal with COVID-19. Like, no, it's still a, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's something that's going to happen regardless. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy to say, but me and my wife were just talking about it earlier is that everybody going to die eventually. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows their day, their time, or their hour. You feel me? But what but what you can do is live your life the way that you feel you should live it. And if you feel mm-hmm. that you shouldn't get vaccinated and you stand and you stand by that, then stand by it. Your job shouldn't be threatened because you choose not to put something in your body that you don't agree with. So by making a big deal by him not being vaccinated, all right, cool. He still has to go through the protocol. He still has to sit out, sit out for 10 days. You know what I'm saying? He has, has to get rechecked before he can play. And if he's not, if he's, you know what I'm saying? If he doesn't have COVID, then he's going to play. If he still has right. it, then you got to sit out for another 10 days. Like, right. what? it's not a big deal, man. It's, it's all this stuff is in place for it, for people who don't have it. And I think that all of these, especially in the, in the entertainment world, um, I, I kind of feel them a little bit different just because you're 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 traveling. You coming in contact with different media people, different fans. And everything. So, in light of that, yeah, I can kind of push towards you might want to get vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to push it and bear down on you like, hey, just because you chose not to, now I'm going to ridicule you. You know what I'm saying? And crucify you. Um, but one thing he did say that he's a part of, uh, <laughs> what did he say? He's a victim of the woke mob. Yeah. In cancel culture. Like, now you, now you, doing too much, hey, right? Like, don't get me wrong, man. If you if you standing by that you're not getting vaccinated, you don't agree with it, then just say that. Now, the rest of the stuff, like, you is getting out of control with. But everybody just need to get over this whole, you know, you're endangering other people. Like, you have to worry about yourself first. And if you don't feel comfortable with it, you know what I'm saying? Then then don't get it. If you do your research and you like, you know what, this is best for me and my family, then do it. But if you feel the opposite way, like me not getting the vaccine is best for me and my family, do what's best for you. That's all that matters at the end of the day. Yeah, it's that, man. <clears throat> God damn, it's that, man. <laughs> what's up, bro? Uh, just, just a few things before, like, I really, really get into the whole point of it. Like, you know, with, with this stuff coming out, you know, he lost a nine-year partnership with a, a health-based place and, um, in Wisconsin, so they ended their partnership with him. Um, also, the fines came out. The Packers are going to get fined $300,000 for uh, basically violating um, the COVID protocols. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to get fined well, $14,650, and the Packers could be disciplined more and lose draft position and uh, draft pick loss. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of that is because of – now, I agree with what y'all are saying. But the thing is, where he supposedly, well, reportedly got the COVID from was the Halloween party that he went to, which there was a lot of players there when he dressed up as John Wick. He really looked like John Wick. That's he pulled that shit off. That's he pulled that, yes, he pulled that shit off. Now, that's number one. So he did pull it off. But the thing is, there are certain protocols that you have to do when you say that you're not vaccinated. Yeah. And what Aaron Rodgers did was gave people the assumption that he was vaccinated mm-hmm. or either told the Packers that he was and they didn't <clears> double check it 
because he was supposed to, if you're not vaccinated, you're supposed to, you know, when you go into the facility, got to have a mask on. You know, there's, you know, you got to take, you know, your testing is different from people who have gotten vaccinated. That's why they're getting fined. And that's another reason why, because this is the thing about Aaron Rodgers. What he did was he didn't want to deal with all of the extra testing and wearing the mask and shit when he was supposed to be wearing the mask. That's what the big deal is. It's the fact that you, you used your celebrity, you used your, you know, your everything to get around all of these different protocols that you were supposed to be doing because you didn't get vaccinated. That's what they're really making a big deal about. Because if he would have just said, yo, because there's no mandate in Wisconsin, he could just, because he's not the only player that's not vaccinated in the NFL. Facts. But they have to do extra shit because you're not vaccinated. And I get what he's saying by all that type stuff. Uh, there's an ingredient in there that could be, you know, that I'm allergic to and all this type of shit. So he don't want to take it. And that's all cool. And like I mentioned before, when we talked about COVID, the unfortunate thing about living in America is this whole thing of like the rights that we supposedly have. You know what I'm saying? Which when you black, you already know a lot of those rights don't come to us anyway so we already know you know what I'm saying some of these things but at the end of the day you don't have a right to play in the NFL mm-hmm. it's a privilege to play in the NFL so if they say yo we got the just, just like the whole Kyrie situation like the thing with Kyrie is at the end of the day he made the decision to say I don't want to take this vax so the organization have the right as a private you know, institution to say, all right, well, don't show up because there's a mandate in New York. You don't want to go by the mandate in New York. That's, New York is a part of America. You know, if you try to pull this whole little I got rights, you know, my body, my choice and all this type of shit. Well, obviously, we know it ain't your body, your choice. You got 12 men or 24 men in the room making decisions for women. When they out here saying my body, my choice, we say fuck exactly. y'all. So <laughs> I get what people are saying. Look, I went and I got the vets because it was the best thing for me. You know what I'm saying? So my whole thing is it is that the right that you think that you have, you don't have. Like we all know, oh, freedom of speech, that's the First Amendment. You can't go into a damn airport and scream out bomb without consequences. There's mm-hmm. consequences to your actions. And Aaron Rodgers going on Pat McAfee show saying the things that he's saying. And look, I don't really care about all this little shit because at the end of the day, everybody like, oh man, you gotta, you gotta follow. And what if people listen to you and and they say I'm not gonna do this because of you? If people live in their life like that, I'm sorry. I know we're trying to get fans and shit, but you assholes and you dumb as fuck. Because no, if, you I'm, listen, I'm with you. if you're a grown ass man not getting yeah. the vaccination because Aaron Rodgers because didn't Aaron Rodgers said it, like get the fuck yeah. out of here, man. You can't make your own damn decisions. Like, yeah, come on, right. God. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not rolling with that, man. Like, I'm not letting an NFL player determine what I'm going to do when it mm-hmm. comes to getting the vaccine and all that type of shit. Um, but not even an NFL player, but just a celebrity in general. Like, yeah, in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, nah. Yeah, I'm not basing my life off of what y'all say, man. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, you're if not my role today, model. I'm sorry. You're right. Because if I died today, what you going to do? Show up, pay for it? Like, oh, he followed yeah. me. So, like no, you ain't I'm even saying, know. As a as a grown ass man, 
you know what I'm saying, to follow any any other grown ass <laughs> man because you admire them so much. It, that's outside of like a uncle, a grandfather, a father, you know what I'm saying, or um, I don't know, older cousin maybe. But yeah, like if you have no relation to this dude and you only know of him through a television screen or a movie screen or I don't know, he just, you know what I'm saying, play for your favorite team or whatever, that's a little weird to me, man. It, it definitely is, man. So, like, this whole thing, like, I, I you know, it's, it's a tricky thing because it's like COVID is new really to all of us. This vaccine, mm-hmm. all this type of stuff. And, you know, it's, it's it's a weird situation. Like you said, was it a shot at Kyrie? You know, we don't know. But I think that situation is different because of the state, because the state of New York, like, that makes everything different because Wisconsin don't have those those same things. So, mm-hmm. It's it's a tricky conversation because it's like at the end of the day, it's like there are rules in place for you not being vaccinated. And Aaron Rodgers, I'm guessing he's just thinking, yo, I don't want to do all that shit. I don't feel like wearing a mask and I don't feel like getting tested every day. So I'm just going to, you know, make people think because I'm going to answer a question. What I answer in the question is going to leave it out there. And it's really the people that's asking these questions. It's really they fault for not asking him to clarify what he's saying when he answered that question. So, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, man, this whole Vax thing, man, it's everybody's tired of the conversation. But, you know, when it's somebody as big as Aaron Rodgers and, you know, going through what he's going through right now, now he went back and backtracked, went back out there and saying, you know, trying to backtrack a little bit. But the one thing that did disappoint me about Aaron Rodgers is him trying to use MLK and try to say that, you know, um, this is what Martin Luther King fought for and all this type shit. And it's like, nah, my guy, he didn't fight for you to make the choice if you wanted to get a vax or not, my guy. Like, that's 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 not what he meant, you know what I'm saying, when he was making that. And he was a political prisoner, my guy. He was in – because he quoted him when he was um, when he was locked up in Montgomery. Like, he, mm-hmm. like, quoted that statement that he had when he was there. He was like, yo – he wasn't talking about you, Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. You're not and the man, demographic they, they he was talking bring about. Up Martin Luther King, don't they? Man, they love to throw his name out there, man. They don't ever want to talk about them, right? them, though. Yeah, man. So I, I that, that was <laughs> right. that was that was my biggest disappointment was the fact of you know to him throwing MLK in there, and it's like, come on, man. He, he, you getting vaccinated ain't got man. Dr. Martin Luther King ain't said not one damn. Speech about vaccination, so you can get that bullshit out of here, yo. So I got a question, right? Before we move on to the next topic, man, do you guys think that um, that Aaron Rodgers is in the process of getting blackballed, just like they're doing Deshaun Watson? No, nah, I do, and I and hear me out, right? The beginning of the season, um, preseason, offseason, you know what I'm saying? We heard all this stuff about Aaron Rodgers not wanting to be there. He didn't want to come back. They was, uh, you know what I'm saying? He was trying to force them to trade him, everything else. Um, during the preseason, him and Devontae Adams kind of did like the little slight holdout because um, Devontae Adams said, you know what I'm saying, I'm with A-Rod, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my boy, so whatever he do, I'm going to do too. 
Um, but then he came back, right? He decided to come back. First game of the season, they played the Saints. Uh, he let Jameis Winston shine. You know what I'm saying? We all had this this false uh <laughs> we all had this false reality for a minute that Jameis Winston was actually back. Um Aaron Rodgers went out there and from the looks of it, it looked like he was just getting thrashed. My belief is he went out there and threw the game just to show them, yo, if I'm not here, y'all fucked, right? Mm-hmm. So with all that talk still happening, you know what I'm saying? It was still going a little bit, a little bit of back and forth still going on between him and the um, general manager, you know what I'm saying, team president, and, and you know what I'm saying, basically the front office. And then all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, just out of the blue, this COVID thing pops up, right? Now, once this COVID thing pops up, I think this was Green Bay's way of saying, hey, we can get him now. Because now, before, you know what I'm saying, before all of this happened, there was, you know what I'm saying, the media was behind A-Rods, right? They was all, they all had his back. They're talking about how Green Bay is doing them dirty, how they're not treating them right. Then they, they brought up the fact that he had to sit behind, you know what I'm saying, Brett Favre, and he wasn't getting the love from Brett Favre like he should have got. Like, they really had Aaron Rodgers back. Now the tables have turned, and everybody is turning on Aaron Rodgers. Also, when you see this, right, they could spin this into, oh, Aaron Rodgers don't care about nobody but himself. He's a narcissist, and he doesn't care about anybody else's health and blah, blah, blah. As a, um, as a you know what I'm saying, a, a team owner or a, a general manager, are you going to want that type of player on your team? Somebody that's willing to risk the health and safety of the rest of the players because he feels like, you know what I'm saying, he his health and safety or his wants and needs are above everybody else's. So I'm just saying, man, a little bit of conspiracy theory there. I'm not saying that it's real. I'm not saying that it's fake. All I'm saying is he might be getting that Deshaun Watson treatment here soon. So y'all just keep an eye out for it. When it happened, y'all heard it here first. Um, <laughs> moving on, man. Um, yo, listen, Dalvin Cook, my man is um, my man is in the uh, oh man, he's in the he's in the news, he's in the spotlight. Um, because him and his girlfriend have basically been going back and forth saying that uh, he beat me, and he said, nah, she beat me. Um, I'm not sure if any arrests were made. I'm not sure if any charges were um, charges were pressed or anything else like that. All I know is there's been a lot of allegations going on. I know that lawyers have been talked to and brought into the mix. Um, I'm really not up to par on everything about this story as of yet because it just hit me late. But I just seen like earlier today that it came across the screen and it said that um, Dalvin Cook said that uh, – you know, he, he out here getting beat on. And then come to find out his girlfriend, don't that's not funny, bro. Don't laugh at that, man. It was just way, it was the way you said it, bro. It's, that's it's what he said. Funny. He said he was getting beat on. He said he was a victim of domestic violence. And then also, um, I figured this is the wrong time the to even <laughs> this is the wrong time for him to go through that because his girlfriend is um a member of the military, and she said, Nah, Excellent. he beating on me. So ex girlfriend as that oh ex well yeah they ex, definitely ex now um that was at 
ex when the whole thing uh, when the whole thing kicked off. He was it was allegedly his ex. Oh, so they weren't even together. Nope. Okay. <laughs> it's that I'm going to you, man. If you know anything about this, please inform me because now that I found out that they exes, all of this shit is stupid. But go ahead, man. Let me know. Well, you know I've already personally dealt with this before. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, like, I wanted to laugh, but I can't laugh because I kind of went through this situation. But I like, the thing is, by the way, he like, said it funny. That's the only reason why. I yeah, laugh. yeah, he did say it funny. He did say it funny. <laughs> that's what he but, said. Says she beat me, man. But <laughs> that, okay, okay. So Diamond Cook is, you know, he he is contending like he's saying he's a victim of domestic abuse and extortion right so basically what ended up happening is so a year ago um his ex who like you said is a a u.s military sergeant she got into his house now this happened a year ago for number one she used the stolen garage door key opener right to get into Mm -hmm. the house he got a guest in there they say guest so we all know so so you, we all know it's the female guest that's in there. So the sergeant came in, maced Cook. You know what I'm saying? Immediately, as soon as she walked in the house, she maced him. You know what I'm saying? And like, so basically, what Cook is saying is that you know, what I'm saying it's a assault and battery and false imprisonment. Like, so that's what she's trying to charge him with is assault and battery and false imprisonment. So she's trying to say that Davin tried to keep her there. So like, the thing is. Yeah, for the police, because you broke into my fucking house. Exactly. And you macing me while I'm chilling at the crib (laughs) while I got another girl in here. So it's like, you can already see, like, this type of situation, what's going on here. It's a jealous ex. She's pissed off that you got another girl up in here. And what's the best way to hurt you? This is exactly, not exactly, but very similar to what happened to me. You know what I'm saying? With my ex. So this situation is is really fucked up, man, because like, you know, you see this stuff happening to people who are athletes, people who got money. You know, you try to uh, you know, ruin it, all that type of shit. Yeah. I ain't had no goddamn money when this shit happened to me. They just did this shit off some damn jelly shit. And it's like, yo, what can we know what's the best way to ruin you? And they fucking ruin me. Like ruin me like big time. So to see this stuff happen to to these famous people and athletes and stuff like that, to see this happen to Diamond Cook, and it's like the problem here is the way that people are dealing with breakups and people moving on. Like that's the biggest thing here. It's like why is it so hard for people to accept the fact that yo, like we we broke up, we're not together no more. I'm moving on. And then now you want to come over here and try to ruin me. Like in her case, I could I could think of millions of ways. <laughs> what and, exactly? You know, and it it sucks to see this, man. It, it yeah. sucks to see this, man. Everybody know I am a Diamond Cook fan. I mean, he, you know, saying he he was down with my nose for three years, man. Great years. All he was he used to be the all-time ACC leading rusher to ETN, broke his record two uh two years ago. But like it's, it, it sucks to sit here and read this stuff because it, I, I, I can read through the lines and see this is a jealous rant 
this is a situation to get back at somebody because they left them and they're just attacking them in the best way to get this person in trouble, to get money out of them, to ruin their name, for him to lose endorsements, all this type of stuff. I hope Nike wait, let this stuff play out. I hope that the Vikings wait, let this stuff play out because I can read through the lines and see that this is just a jealous ex. You know what I'm saying? First of all, I'm not first of all, but about third, fourth, fifth of all, thank you for your service for number one. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I wasn't man enough to join the military. I will, I will always say people that join the military, y'all did something that I wouldn't do, so thank you for your service. But this right here is some bullshit. I just want to <laughs> let you know that. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for your service, but this is some bullshit. And better every day tomorrow. Hey, man. What, <laughs> what are your thoughts, brother? One happy early, early Veterans Day. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Shout out to JD, man. Like, yeah, yeah for real. Um, but nah, I I, I agree with S dot man. Like, if you reading this in between the lines, is you can clearly see it, man. Like, so because I like like you, Mark. I wasn't hip to this until today. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And this happened over a year ago. It happened. Matter of fact, it happened November November 2020 is when this allegedly happened. So. Uh, you know, Sean kind of put the storyline together, but what she's saying is, is that she went to the house. Like it's two different scripts. So I, I, I read her, I read what she's saying, and I read what he, what basically what he's saying. So what she's saying is that she went to finalize the breakup and to get her stuff. He said no. She got her stuff, and then he got mad, grabbed her by her arm, slung her over the couch. She supposedly hit the coffee table and split the bottom of her forehead and the bridge of her nose. She split that, like, because he just got mad at the situation. Boom. Didn't say her, her situation didn't say nothing about the guest that was in the house. Now, his situation is what, what Estot was pointing to is that she had, she had took a, a garage door opener, came over. Just came over unannounced, you know what I'm saying? Unannounced, you know what I'm saying? Which is illegal in, in the first stance. You know what I'm saying? This is my house. Like, we broke up. Like, you you can't just come over here where you want no, to. No, no, no. If you no, don't it's actually, here, I don't give a damn if we not broken up. This is my house. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, yeah. that's, you can't just you can't just come over here. So she she had the, uh, she had the garage door opener, came through, and it was him and two guests. Supposedly it was him and two guests, and, knew, and also yeah, after that she came in, made, came in, made some punch on him like as Star said, and then allegedly she pulled out the strap, held him at gunpoint for several hours. Supposedly, this is what Dalvin Cook's attorney is saying what happened. Supposedly, she held him at gunpoint for several hours. Then Dalvin Cook trying to protect his guests because she. Tried to assault the, the the young lady. You feel me? Got to protect the that's, he got that's what that's what got him. Oh. <laughs> you stupid. You know it depends on what situation you're in. With your ex, yeah. Protect right. the if you right. get caught, if you get caught blank, like fuck them hoes. You you by yourself. <laughs> you better run. Exactly. But I mean, the ex was there. She she messing up the threesome. Like come on, bro. But, you gotta protect the hoes. But. 
Right. <laughs> but so he, you know, that's when the whole supposedly altercation happened. But she say that she got text messages saying after the altercation where he's apologized. So I'm like, okay, so if you're gonna what you apologizing for if you're not wrong. But then also I'm saying, like, okay, what we do as men, when we do when we yeah, you might have been defending yourself, but it's a woman here. You might be like, all right, man, I could have subdued you a different way. You know what I'm saying? I probably didn't have to go as far as it went. Or you are in there, you're you're an NFL athlete. So you're looking at how this can probably look later. So it's like, hey, look, man, I'm I'm sorry. Even though it's her. Like you came in unannounced, mace, punch, and supposedly held us up at gunpoint. You know what I'm saying? I had to get you up out my crib. So I did what I had to do. Now, a year later. Like, because what supposedly is happening is they had a chance to settle. That's why this is all coming up, because they had a chance to settle. I think they said Tuesday, like yesterday, they had a chance to settle. And Davin Cook and his attorney chose not to, because she evidently, they, they didn't put no details, but she probably wanted some cheese. Hey, you throw me this, this would all go away. You know what I'm saying? You throw me some bread, I'll get rid of all of this. And they're like, nah, we're not even going to do that, because the evidence should show that my man's did no wrong. So if you're going to do that, and my thing is just as a, as a, especially a professional athlete or an entertainer, I'm going to say entertainer. If you're in that type of situation and you're choosing not to settle, obviously you're innocent. <laughs> Cause if you did it and you were just beating that girl for no reason, and she just came in to get her stuff, you want this to go as quickly and as quietly as possible. So if I can give you this cheese and you're telling me all of this going to go away, if I throw you this bread, all right, cool. I got the bread to throw you. Huh? Here you go. You know what I'm saying? Let's settle it. We don't have to be in the news. We don't have to see nothing. But now by you choosing to be like, you know what? Whatever. It's going to blow up. We can take We can take, the, take it to trial. You know what I'm saying? If that's what it come to, because you came in and the evidence is going to show that this, this was your wrongdoing, not mine. So. Hopefully, man, like like as I said, man, that just reading between the lines, man, it's a it's a it's a jealous ex that probably had friends talking to her, start seeing dollar signs, was like, I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna provoke him to put his hands on me and do whatever. And if I provoke him enough, then I can flip it because I'm a female, which is which is crazy because females do that for less you know what i'm saying like as i alluded to he had to go through a, a, a similar situation he's not an entertainer he's not a professional athlete but still had to go mm -hmm. through a, a jealous act like and it's crazy man because these these women do that to where oh they can they can they try to get in your face push your buttons poke your head punch you in the face slap you scratch you all of that and because you're a man you you can't do nothing i was raised that if you touch me i touch you back you hit me i hit you back like it doesn't you're 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 but everybody want to be equal these hands give, give equal is equal opportunity like man or female if you put in your hands on me that that doesn't show that i'm a man and could i just stand there and just get beat on by a female when you in the wrong no you you unlawfully came into my home and then caused this ruckus mace like i said said mace and punched on simultaneously like so you mace me, then punch me, and then mace another another guest in my home, and then supposedly held us all at gunpoint. Like, I'm not I'm not allowed to defend myself because I'm a man and you and you a female. Like, what? No, 
that that that's 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 some stupid shit. And I and I hope by the time it all comes out that my man's wins this case and old girl get what she deserved because it's wrong, man. We got we got brothers that that was locked up for fifteen years for a false rape charge. Whole careers, whole, whole careers canceled because a chick got mad because they turned him down and it was like, oh well, he raped me. Yeah, I mean, point mate. Ain't um, no evidence, but they take that charge every every time. So it's like it's crazy, and and it needs to be, it needs to be something set in place for uh, these false accusations that are being made over time. To where if somebody did, if I if I had to do fifteen years, and then it comes out it was false, and I was set free, all right, well, give that person twenty. The person that made that claim, you know what I'm saying, that made these accusations, they need to get 20 off drips. Like, yeah. You just waste 15, 20 years of my life. I was on my way to a certain type of career. You garnished my name for the last 15, 16 years. It still might be people out here that as soon as they see my name, they think about this case, even though it wasn't true 15 years later. I have to rehabilitate my life off of this. Like y'all, like these 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 uh these women, man, they get so emotionally wrapped up, man. Women are the most devious people on the planet. <laughs> like, period. Like they they will literally take a man down to to negative nothing just because they're emotionally hurt, and that is just crazy. So hopefully, man, he he make it out this situation, man. I don't want to see another good brother go down for some bull, but. Hopefully, you know, like CSI say, <laughs> I've been on my CSI kick. <laughs> I've been on my CSI kick lately. The evidence will prove it all, you know. <laughs> Let the evidence I mean, I prove. feel like if if there were two other people, um, if there were two other people there, then they can definitely confirm the story. Um, or even if it was another person there, that person could definitely confirm the story. I don't understand why it's taking a whole year to deal with this. Um, if that's the case, I like I said, I don't really know exactly what's going on. Maybe it's only coming to light because they're actually going to trial about it or they're actually going mm-hmm. to court about it. Um, also, um, Dalvin Cook, man, I'm I'm disappointed. I'm truly disappointed. You make all that goddamn money and you ain't got a good enough security system to know that the motherfucker is intruding on your property. And then on top of that, with you having, with you about to, you about to pop the threesome off. Everything in that motherfucker should be locked and loaded. I mean, no, and I'm, and I know I'm, I know Mark, I'm making light. I'm, stop, no, I'm trying to I'm making light of the situation. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm really being honest though. Like I'm really being dead ass serious. Like my nigga, I've made sure shit was locked in and secured tight, and I, I didn't even have to sneak around. I just didn't want my kids busting in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you feel what I'm saying? Like, my G, like, you, you know what I'm saying? You about to get a threesome popping off, bro. And you mean to tell me that she just miraculously got into the house? You talking about with a garage door opener. Okay, it's that's probably, cool. It's probably connected but, to the house. That's fine. Lock the door that's connected to the garage in the house then. What do you mean? Like nigga, I can go lock it. I can go lock the one that's connected to this house right now. Like it's nothing, and you'll never be able to get in. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care if you break in the garage; right. you're just gonna be in the garage. 
I mean, you can make all the noise in the garage you want. That don't mean shit. I turn that music up, we won't hear nothing. What I'm saying is, like, oh, real quick, real quick. And allegedly, she supposedly had a previous incident to where she damaged his property as well. Listen, at that point, you damage whatever you want. I'm about to pop the threesome off. I don't give a fuck what you doing in that garage. As long as you don't get in this house and ruin the goddamn threesome and hold us at gunpoint and mace me, I'm good. Tear up whatever the fuck you want. Beat the new Maserati up. Do do you? All it's I know is the, the military checks gonna be coming to this residence. That's all I know. Cause I'm gonna sue the fuck out of you, and I'm calling the police, and I play for the Vikings, so I'm gonna make a mockery out of you. For, I'm for gonna the make record, sure your face is on the screen. Bad, I did see her picture. She is bad. Don't mean shit. But I don't condone nothing. Just just because yeah. you're bad or not doesn't mean nothing. That's what I'm saying. That don't mean shit. What I'm telling you is this. I'm not about to, first off, I'm not about to make all this money and not have my shit secure and tight. Right. The first thing, the first thing you're supposed to do when a woman leave you, especially if she's been to your house or she's been, thank you. Change your locks. Change your shit up, man. I'm Dalvin fucking cook. You mean to tell me you couldn't get a motherfucker to come out there and change your garage door opener? Change your locks? Change the code to your shit. I know you got a gate around your house. How she getting the goddamn gate? You ain't got no dogs. You ain't got nothing. Like you ain't got no cameras. What the fuck are we doing, bro? What is, what is this man really doing with his money to where he ain't making sure his shit tight? And you about to pop the threesome off. Anyway, man, that, I'm sorry, but that shit got me worked up. That's just stupid, man. Moving on, man. Um. <laughs> That's some bullshit. I don't want you to go hard that, like that about the threesome, no, bro. Bro, you don't know you 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 don't niggas don't yeah, understand how hard it is to pop the threesome off, bro. I don't give a fuck if this nigga is a millionaire Back. NFL player. Back. Pop the threesome <laughs> off is first off. You got to find two chicks that's even compatible enough to do it. Then you got to make sure they're compatible enough to do it with you. Scoots, scoots. You feel this what I'm saying? Football, football show. I, Hey, listen, you can still run the plays, man. Anyway, listen, man, uh, ESPN, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ESPN has been showing um, a lot of bias lately. Earlier we talked about um, Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving and the differences of how, um, you know what I'm saying, some of their analysts have been comparing the two. Um, with that specific one, mainly for me, has been Stephen A. Smith. Um, also, man, just even the, we talked about the Dalvin Cook thing just now, even the reporting in it, Adam Schefter had to go back and apologize over some things that he even um, tweeted out about that incident uh, to begin with. He sort of had a bias against Dalvin Cook, basically um, not even really alleging, but more so just kind of placing the blame on him about everything that's happened. Um, also, they recently man they just been they just been doing a poor job of even reporting um there's a high school student who um threw for 13 touchdowns not too long ago um his name is Justin Martin he's um a top prospect um actually a top ESPN prospect um he goes to Inglewood High School they played Morningside High School and beat them 106 to nothing um but he threw 13 touchdowns. I haven't really seen too much on it. I've seen a few things um, that they put in um, ESPN.com. 
but it's starting to seem like man like they they really are just going after and to me is and this is for me it's been like kind of even over the pandemic they just have been kind trying to kind of go after what some would consider like the the um the hot take you know what i'm saying like the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. They've been talking about this days in and days out. And it's like, it's all kind of sports going on. We're going to keep talking about Aaron Rodgers. We're going to keep talking about Kyrie Irving. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep talking about all this other shit. We, they, they didn't talk about the fucking Canelo fight. I ain't heard them talk about the goddamn uh, Usman fight. Um, it's, it's a bunch of stuff that's going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? They bring, they constantly bringing up the Dallas Cowboys. They constantly bringing up, uh, the 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 uh, I'm about to say the Wizards, the Warriors. They constantly talking about the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Constantly talking about LeBron. It's like after a while, bro. Is this shit starting to be bought? Is this a thing that's starting to become predictable? And you know what I'm saying? Like every day on the show, they got to talk about a specific thing. So they, you know, what I'm saying, make sure they getting their ratings. Or is am I tripping? Am I seeing? Am I just looking at it and, and, you know what I'm saying, saying, oh, well, this is all they talk about because I'm not seeing the other side of things. Um, e, you know what I'm saying, how, how do you feel about this? I mean, one, do I think ESPN is biased? Yes, especially within the last maybe 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Back when, when I was growing up, you know what I'm saying, my, my TV stayed on ESPN. You know what I'm saying? Constantly. And that was football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, everything. Like I, I stayed updated on all of that. Like and anybody who know me, you could you could catch my my personal TV in my room on one of three channels. <laughs> ESPN, BET, or Nickelodeon. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So like I stay or the NFL network, you know what I'm saying? Because the, the the cable company messed up and I got it for free. So, <laughs> but anyway, it's the fact that like it, they 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 bias about a lot of different situations. Uh, I, of course, I'm a Ravens fan, so of course I'm gonna bring everything back to us a little bit. So even with the the Lamar Jackson, like the, I I seen the bias just when he became the starter. All right, well. When he first came out and got the unanimous MVP, everybody was riding the train. Everybody. Like, oh, my God, he's doing this. He's doing this. Oh, yeah, he has to be the MVP. He has to be the MVP. Like, why not? He came in the league and took the league by storm. You know what I mean? Everybody. Every, you know what I'm saying? Then he lose a playoff game. Then it was like, oh, but now it's, now the narrative is he can't win the big one. So now you fast forward to this year. His numbers is, are way better than it was when he even won a uh, unanimous MVP that we talked about before. He went in clutch games. He then came back what three or four different times from uh, uh, from uh, uh, ten plus deficit, which was one of the narratives that they were saying. Okay, he can't come from behind with that style of play. He he's he's done it. He's showed improvement and everything. So now when you talk about him now, like oh well, where is he standing in the MVP conversation? Nah. Nah, he still he can't win the playoffs. We got to worry about what he's gonna do in the playoffs. Like, yo, why are we talking about what he's doing in the playoffs when you're talking about every other quarterback right now? Like what they're doing right now this season up to this point. You're not talking about is Tom Brady gonna win the playoff game. You're not talking about is Justin Herbert gonna win the playoff game. Justin Herbert ain't won a playoff game. 
You ain't talking about oh, can Josh Allen win the big one? You not, you know what I'm saying? Those different narratives don't come up. And and like alluding to your point, like you were saying earlier, like you constantly see the Cowboys, the Lakers. It might be bought, but at the same time, you got to look at it like this: is that these people get paid to do a job. So when they come in, it's not like they like they like us. You know what I'm saying? They doing the pod and they can come up with their own their own narratives every day. You know what I'm saying? They come in and like, hey, this is what we're talking about today. You know what I'm saying? This is what, you know, hey, tomorrow, this is what we're going to go over. You know, so most of these different analysts are on multiple shows and they're all talking about the same thing. So overall, it's it's whoever's in that office. Who's that? Who's who's in the boardroom? Who's who's coming up with these ideas? Are they biased? Yeah, they go. They they going for what sells. Everybody, come on, it's L.A. You know what I'm saying? It's L.A. You know what I'm saying? The place of dreams. You know what I'm saying? Your dreams can come, uh, can come careers, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You got LeBron in L.A. You got Westbrook in L.A. All right, that's the story. You got uh, Melo out there. You know what I'm saying? A.D. All right, cool. You got you got the Rams out there. They got a winning record. They out there. Then you got uh, uh, the Raiders. They in Las Vegas. Got a winning record. So you're bringing more money to those cities. So you highlight numbers most. Uh, the Cowboys is supposed to be America's team. I don't know when that came effect. I ain't never liked the Cowboys, but yeah, <laughs> and I've been living I, in America I, my, you my entire life. As far as I'm concerned, ain't no football team America's team. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I, <laughs> but you can anyway, you can make a like, case for the you know you got all these things that that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you you come up here and then you this is what it's gonna sell. This is what you think that everybody is gonna be interested in day in and day out. No, like you said, man. Like we we are sports fans. We want to hear about the fight. We want to hear see more clips about the UFC fight, the, the the boxing fight, the tennis matchup. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Something else. Yeah. Something different. Let's let's talk about Boston. What what the Celtics doing? Uh, you know, let's go Boston. But anyway, <laughs> like let's let's talk about some of these other different things. It, it it doesn't have to be the same narrative week in, week out, day in, day out. Cause you know, oh, every week the Lakers are going to get talked about, no matter whether they win, lose, or whatever. They can go on a five-game winning streak. They're going to get talked about. They can go on a five-game losing streak. They're going to get talked about. Somebody can get hurt. They're going to get talked about. Uh, Dallas, same thing. They're going to get talked about. Uh, the Rams, they're going to get talked about. The Brooklyn Nets, they're going to get talked about. Like you, it's, it's you know you can talk about these teams, whatever. And it's like okay, so just because they're got high caliber talent, is this only news that you guys are producing? Are you only looking at news from these high caliber teams and organizations and that's all you're feeding on? You know, so do I think that do I think the ESPN is, is biased? Yes, I do. I definitely think they're they're mad biased. I think the comment the analysts are actually biased. I don't know if they get scripted on what to say or just what they're talking about, but it's always the same narrative, man. Like I, I see I see players get ridiculed for one bad game and then it could be a certain player that can have three bad games in a row. And they're like, oh, well, I'm still taking him. That's still my guy. And they gave every good point imaginable, even though they on a three-game drought. But just one guy have one bad game, and 
Now you pull up all this dirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. ESPN is definitely biased, man. But I don't blame the analysts totally. Do they have a part in it? Yes. Uh, but I think, it, you know, it's a system and it, it, it all starts from the top and then it works its way down. Like all the analysts is doing is doing a job. As that, man. I know you got something to say about this one. Uh, well, if you look at <laughs> the people that's either parted ways, fired, or just let their contract run out, right? When you just look at the change of ESPN, Dan Levitard and his show, gone. Mm-hmm. Jamel Hill, Michael Smith, gone. Mm-hmm. Maria Taylor, gone. Um, Carrie Champion. Carrie Champion, gone. Rachel Nichols, on her way out. So all of these people are people, even – now Matt Barnes still have a guest spot over there. Um, Stephen uh, Jackson, Jackson, he usually go more to Fox though. He usually mm-hmm. deal with Fox more than he do with ESPN. But when you look at what they're doing, and a lot of that stuff that both of y'all brought up is the fact of one thing we got to remember: their viewership has gone down. Yeah, <clears throat> they. I think ESPN's problem is they're going too much to these these message boards and seeing what certain consumers are saying they got a problem with and they're getting Mm -hmm. rid of those type people that these consumers are tired of Mm -hmm. and they're feeding you more of the same shit over and over and over because of those consumers on those message boards saying this is what we want to see. They want to see the Cowboys. They want to see Tom Brady talked about every hour. They want to see the Lakers being talked about every hour, especially when they are looking as not good as the way they're looking is right now. Mm-hmm. So you're getting a rotation of the same shit, and you got those people who have powerful voices. You got all those people out of there. When I look at ESPN now, you know the only person I even fucking recognize? Like, only person I reckon. I mean, okay, yeah, Stephen A. Smith and, you know, all that type of shit. But I mean, like, back in the day when I used to watch ESPN, it's like really only one person is still left. And it's like, I've never known this person as being, I'm not saying that they scripted. I'm just saying that they're just strictly professional. That's Hannah Storm. She's like the only person that's still left that's been there since I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she's never had controversy before. And I just think that they pretty much, let Stephen A run run the whole place and they overworking the hell out of fucking Max Kellerman. They got Max Kellerman all over the place. And it's like, but they, they, they're giving you the same shit recycled over and over and over again. And I think it's because they're trying to satisfy that one consumer base to get those descriptions up. Like you telling me still that you can get Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus for nineteen dollars, my guy. That's telling you, ESPN is a, they 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 got some problems over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they they're struggling, and they think the way to do it is to get all these overly opinionated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you heard that. You heard that. Overly opinionated people out of here, and just people that's just gonna stick to the strip, the script, and just you know keep recycling that same shit over and over and over again. Now I will say this, and I'm done. 
they let Scott Van Pelt. They know really. They they bread and butter is Stephen A. Smith and um Scott Scott Van Pelt. Scott yeah. Van Pelt got yeah. his own system. Scott Van Pelt, his studio is where he's from. He's moved back to uh to Maryland. Mm-hmm. ESPN don't have no place in Maryland, but they did it for Scott Van Pelt because they didn't want because they know if he left. Oh, they listen, that, that late night sports center ain't shit without Scott Van Pelt. That's what I'm saying. They fucked without that. And they gave him at all, his own at all. studio. Like, that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, they gave him his own studio. I was saying, that, that's what Maryland, I thought you were going to say. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but they, they, they really are. But I don't think they get involved in his show. I think Scott is like, yo, I want full control of my shit. Yeah. And they gave it to him. So, yeah. yeah. They're definitely biased. I mean, I think that um, that's that small window that they had when they had Michael Smith and Jamel Hill doing his and hers and then switching his and hers to Sports Center at six. Then, you know what I'm saying? At the time, they still had Skip Bayless. You know what I'm saying? With them still having Carrie Champion and having her doing certain things here and there. Um, Hannah Storm is great. I think. Um, Cassidy Hubbard is one of my favorite people at ESPN. Oh my God. She, she does a great job there. Oh, I'm sorry. You said what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Cassidy Hubbard. Oh my- man, watch but your okay, mouth. But go ahead, but go watch ahead. your mouth. <laughs> you stay out for Cassidy Hubbard. You hear me? <laughs> you, you shut your mouth when you talk about that woman, man. That's my woman. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Um... <laughs> Also, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got L. Duncan that's there, man. You know what I'm saying? She, you starting to see her, you know what I'm saying, really coming to her own with, you know what I'm saying, her representing where she's from and, you know what I'm saying, I, with, with doing the thing with the Atlanta Braves and, you know what I'm saying, really starting to show her personality um, on SportsCenter. Um, I think with, with those personalities that they had, I think it gave SportsCenter a lot more culture. Um very rem- very reminiscent of um Stuart Scott. You know what I'm saying? How he brought that different flavor to Sports Center. He made it cool for, you know what I'm saying, the references and everything else like that to, you know what I'm saying, be heard while listening to sports. I think that, you know what I'm saying, with uh Jamel, Mike, Carey, um, L. Duncan, Cassidy Hubbard, like a bunch of those guys, even Mina Kimes, like Mina Kimes does a great job when she yeah. does NFL Live. Shout out to Ryan Clark. He's doing a great job as well. He has a few shows on ESPN. So they have the talent that's there. Um, I just I think miss, that, I, I, I definitely fuck with Ryan Clark, man. He doing his thing. Yeah, like even they, they used to have a two live stews on there. Like they, they used to have a real culture on that show to where it wasn't just the same regurgitated topics every show it's like it's like every show that's on there you already know what they're going to talk about you're just going to hear it from different people at this point um i think that you know what I'm saying them losing skip bayless was a huge huge hit um skip was the reason that first take was as big as it was because he brought the controversy and then you had stephen a smith being somewhat the voice of reason now the tables have turned and then you have Stephen A. Smith being the controversy, and at first you had Max Kellerman being the voice of reason. That didn't quite pan out like they thought it would be, so now they're just putting anybody in that seat at this point. Um, you you alluded to the fact that, you know what I'm saying, yeah. so they losing. What, what, uh, they brought, uh, they brought, uh, 
They brought Keyshawn Johnson on, didn't they? So it's Keyshawn I, Johnson and, and uh, uh, Stephen A. Yeah, they they bring in a lot. They had they had um they had um um Jay uh damn what's his name Jay Williams. Yeah, they had Jay Williams on there. Like they just, I mean, and and don't get me wrong. To me, Jay Williams is is a great analyst at ESPN, mm-hmm. especially you know what I'm saying with basketball. He does a great job talking basketball. Um, he gets into the specifics. He, you know, what I'm saying he does a great job breaking down plays and everything else like that. You know, what I'm saying, uh, as that I know you specifically, you let me know many a times. Them losing Lebatard was a huge, huge hit. You know, what I'm saying, um, even with Bomani, like you don't see Bomani as much. Like that's a huge hit. You lost a lot of the culture at that place, and now that they're, you know, so now you you see them scrambling to try to get that up. And now I see that a lot of their views are going over to Fox Sports 1. You know what I'm saying? FS1 is getting a lot of that, you know what I'm saying, crowd from ESPN because they have the talent to be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like the herd is nothing like undisputed. You know what I'm saying? Undisputed is nothing like um, – I forgot what the show is, the, the one show with Emmanuel Acho and – um. Speak oh, for boy. yourself. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, none of those shows are alike. Even even the That's fact that you know, some, of the topics may be some of the same thing, none of those shows are alike. You know what I'm saying? They may have one or two topics that are the same, but they still also bring something different in each show. And I think that's what ESPN is missing. Um, yeah. Speak for yourself is one of my favorites. Yeah, definitely. Um, so moving on, man, getting into players of the week. Um, my player of the week, uh, comes to no surprise, man. Nick Chubb, hundred. I'm sorry, about to say hundred. Fourteen attempts, uh, rushing, 137 yards, averaging 9.8 yards a carry, two touchdowns. S dot man, who you got? Man, man, man. I got the boy, the quarterback from Purdue. Aiden uh Aiden O'Neal, not O'Neal, but O'Connell. Listen, 40 for 54, 536 yards, three tutties to put down the number three upset. Spartans. The upset. You know what I'm <laughs> hey, hey, these baller makers, man, they're spoiler makers, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you laughing. It's still, y'all still on there. You better look out, no man. They don't want no smoke. Hey, hey. Y'all better not sit at number two or number three. Listen, <laughs> they don't want no smoke. All you right. know what I'm saying? Hey, Drew Brees ain't back there. They don't want no smoke. Hey, hey. <laughs> these numbers, hey, these numbers, O'Connell just put up, boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that, they, they went off, though, man. They definitely went off. E, man, who you got? Uh, this comes as no surprise, like you said, Mark. Man, I'm right with it. Man, my man Lamar Jackson, come on, man. He's defeating all odds and breaking records every time he steps on the field. Uh, he just tied, I believe he just tied Michael Vick with uh, 10 games of 100 plus uh, rushing yards, at least 100 uh, yards rushing. Uh, he going off this year, bro. Like, and 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 I like it, man. 65 uh, completion rating, 13 touchdowns, seven picks, uh, 2200 yards. He he doing his thing, and uh, that's also that's also my fantasy pick too, because he a walking bucket. He gave me fifty points last week, got me okay, back in the cool. win. <laughs> well, um, great segue. Right. That. <laughs> Who you got in fantasy? Man, 
It ain't Cooper Cup. <laughs> it ain't yeah. Cooper Cup this week. Oh, shit. Why are they? <laughs> Why are they? Why are they? Hey, hey. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, this week, he, he, gave, he gave me 20.5 this week. Okay. But he still gave me the most. Um, But George Kittle was there with 20.1. You know what I'm saying? I was able to pull out the win. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting at 72. You know what I'm saying? The fantasy team still looking good. But, man, hey, and I'm going to tell you what, and I hate to say this. Everybody know I love my Niners. But I already know, man, this defensive backfield, Mm-hmm. Cooper might give me 40 this week going up against my Niners. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, Excuse me. Uh, for me, man, it was James Conner, man. That man gave me 40 point, 30 Fuck points. James Conner, man. Hey, man, I hear you, but that boy went off. <laughs> uh, actually helped me to a win, man. I'm sitting at three and six in my fantasy team, moved up one place up from last place. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's if, go. Uh, yeah, I'm, it's an eight man league. I'm at numbers. I'm, I'm sorry, I moved two spaces up. I'm, I'm sitting at number six right now. Um, actually, man, the funny thing about my league is that it's a twenty five dollar buy in. You know what I'm saying? First, second, third place prize, but last place got to do the hot chip challenge. So y'all keep an eye out. Y'all keep an eye out, man. If I got to do this chip challenge, I'm definitely gonna post it on the four three podcast. Just to, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so y'all can see if it's me or not. Um, more than likely it won't be though because uh, niggas is trash. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is trash yeah. in this in the second half of the season, baby. But Yo, um, check this out. Check this out. I yeah. am. I got the. I got the second best record in mm-hmm. my fantasy league. Right. I'm seven mm-hmm. and two. The best record is eight and one. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who gave him the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay then. Okay then. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. So, you know, I started off, I was like the Broncos at first. I started off 4-0, and and then I took like a mad, then I took like a four-game losing streak. Yeah. So, I'm 5-4 because I just got back in the winning column. But I'm, okay. I'm third in my, I'm third in my league. We got a 8-1 and one team, a 7-2 and two team, and then it's me sitting at 5-4. and four. So, okay. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still I'm still in the thick of it. Into the okay. thick of it. <laughs> so, man, <laughs> um, let me see. Yeah, moving on, man. Um, going on to college football. AP uh released the brand new top ten rankings um for this week. We got uh Georgia sitting in at number one, Cincinnati is still in at number two, Alabama at number three, Oklahoma at number four, Oregon jumped over the Ohio State University at number five with O State sitting at number six. Notre Dame at number seven. I don't know why they keep doing that to Notre Dame. Just keep them between top 20 and top 25. They'd be okay. Michigan State is sitting at eight and that rhymed. Number nine is uh, <laughs> Michigan. He and said hold on real quick. <laughs> it's November. You, don't, you definitely don't say their name in November, bro. You tripping. Nah, I'm going to say they name it to the week. And then Oklahoma State, man, is sitting at number 10, which really don't matter. Nobody cares about Oklahoma State. Um, so um, the playoff rankings, man, they have, I believe, is Georgia, Oklahoma, Alabama, and Ohio State. Nope. Who it's, is at number uh, two? It's, uh, it's Georgia. It's Georgia, Bama. 
uh, Oregon, Ohio State. Okay, so yeah, Oregon got in there. Um, so you who's sitting? Do you know who's sitting at five and six? I think Cincinnati won. Cincinnati was five and Oklahoma six. Okay, so um, so it's pretty it's pretty much kind of the same thing that I pretty much pictured it would be. I didn't think Oregon was going to jump like that. I don't really see um. I really don't see no no reason for them not to. I'm actually happy that they sitting up that high only because that's the only loss that Ohio State took this year. So um that that's gonna look good on our resume that we got a team up so high, you know what I'm saying? Even though they came from where they came from so uh, early in the season. I ain't gonna lie, man. Um I don't think it's gonna look too good for Cincy. They struggling in a lot of these games. Um, real late in the season, and you already know that recency bias kicks in when it comes to these guys getting these votes out. So I think that since he might, you know what I'm saying, be in the latter half of the top ten. Um, and um, I'm not going to lie, man. I think Bama won't be in it at the end of the season. I think Georgia is going to win all the way out until they get to the national championship and lose to Ohio State. <laughs> but that's just me. It's not. <laughs> What's up, man? I mean, I, I ain't got Thanks. much. I mean, you- it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna bounce around. Everything's gonna play out the way it's gonna play out. Uh, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I can see why Oregon's in there. You know, they're at the top of a uh, power conference. So, you know, the only only school that's lacking is the ACC. So, you know, at, at the ACC deserved to be out at this point. So, they, it looks about it looks where it's supposed to be. Okay, E, what's up? <laughs> it's cool, man. We all we all knew uh, Cincinnati was a long shot going into the thing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still happy. You know what I'm saying? They still doing their thing. So I'm gonna still rock with them. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. But you know, everything is is sitting where it's sitting. And and we still got football to play. We got that. Uh, we got that one team coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. I can't wait for that one. I know I don't. I don't get into college a whole whole lot like I used to, but that's one game I never miss. Facts. Can't wait for that bad boy. Um, hey, I might try to link up with you. See, see what you're doing for that game. You know, what I'm saying? you already know we got to. You already, you already know we got to make something happen. Um, yeah. so um, on to the uh, weekly recap of these uh, NFL games, man. Week nine. Starting Thursday, the Colts beat the Jets 45 to 30 um, in the early Sunday morning games. I'm sorry, in the Sunday in the Sunday games. I don't want to say early Sunday morning because I don't know what was what. But on the Sunday games, uh, the Browns took out the Bengals in a in a thrashing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? 41 to 16. Uh, the Broncos surprised the, the world. You know what I'm saying? Not just America, the world by beating America's team. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, 30 to 16. Nobody saw that coming. Um, the Dolphins beat the Texans 17 to 9. Um, the Falcons beat the Saints, edging out, you know what I'm saying, at 27 to 25. The Giants shocked the shit out of me and beat the Raiders 23 to 16. Um, the Patriots beat the Panthers 24 to 6. The Jaguars surprised the world. And edged it out over the Bills nine to six. Yes, I said the Buffalo Bills. The Ravens beat the Vikings in overtime, thirty-four to thirty-one. The Chargers beat the Eagles, twenty-seven to twenty-four. 
Chiefs beat the Packers 13-7. to Even though the Packers didn't have Aaron Rodgers, it was still a very close game. The Cardinals um, beat the 49ers 31-17. to The Titans beat the Rams in another shocker 28-16 with AP sitting back there. And then last but not least, man, the weak Steelers came back to beat the Bears, who obviously are even weaker, 29-27, to man. Um, one name was Logan. I hate the Bears. Who? I I said the Steelers was up most of the game. I know when I was looking at it, it was fourteen three, and then I started playing mad. And I hate the. That's why I said I hate the Bears. I know you hate the Bears. I I said came back because I wanted to sound like that they was trash in that game. (laughs) Yeah, I'm hating on the Steelers. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so man, getting right. into predictions, man. Before we head, before we leave this one out, um, last week I was nine and nine. I had Miami over Houston. I got that one right. I had the Rams over Tennessee. Got that one wrong. Like I said, that was a shocker to me. And then I had number fourteen Texas A and M over number thirteen Auburn, and I got that right as well, putting me at eleven and ten. Um, this week, I got Philadelphia over Denver. I got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs over Oakland in the um, classic rivalry game. And then I got Penn State beating um, the weak maize and blue. Um, as that, what you got on your predictions, boss? Oh, man. I went uh, I went 2-1 and one last week. At least I'm on the winning side. Uh, I lost the, the Bills over the Jags. You know what I'm mm. saying? Uh, Josh Allen balled out. Yeah. The wrong Josh Allen. Yeah, the wrong Josh Allen. Thank you. <laughs> the wrong Josh Allen, who made history by being the first player to pick to pick off, get a fumble recovery, and what was the other one? And sack. get a sack yeah. on the same name. So that's yeah. the NFL history there. That's never happened before. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I had the Dolphins over the Texans. I got that one, and I got me and you had this game similar. I had A&M over Auburn. So my overall record is 13-11 and 11 now. Uh, this week, man, I'm, I'm going to keep riding the Broncos, man. I kind of need the Broncos. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I need Melvin Gordon to have another game. Melvin Gordon gave me 20 points, and I had him on the bench. Yeah, he Come on. So we got it head-to-head. Okay, then. I got so, uh I got I got the Broncos over the Eagles. Uh, I got the Titans over the Saints, man. I think they're mm. gonna uh, think they're gonna bounce back this week. And my college game, man. I'm I'm, a, I'm you know I, I hate to say it, but man, you know I, I think number twelve Wake Forest, man, they're gonna beat number sixteen North Carolina State, man. So hopefully I can get me a three in a week here. I can't believe Wake Forest number twelve. <laughs> uh, e man. <laughs> That shit is shocking. E, man, what you got? I'm sorry, bro. I started laughing because my wife is special. Like she, she's special. <laughs> uh, <laughs> word. Uh, last week was whack for one. <laughs> so I, I went mean, into this. Three. <laughs> no, no, I got one. I got me one. Cause uh, last week I went into it eleven and ten, and I had the the Ravens on over the Vikings. I got that. My boys pulled it out. Let's go. Uh, I had the Raver- Raiders over the Giants. Negative. Uh, I had the Cowboys over the Broncos. Negative. Last week was just weird, 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 weird. Teams Super that were supposed weird. to lose was was winning, and I I didn't like it. So I, I went one and two last week. So that puts <laughs> me at. 
<laughs> that puts me at 12 and 12, which is trash because I started off this whole thing hot and now I'm at 500. That, that's whack. But um, so this week, man, I, I'm going to go with my father-in-law. I'm going to go back with these Raiders over the Chiefs. The Chiefs are not are not running that conference right now. They're going to be running it this weekend. Yeah, so we got a head-to-head. I'm going to take the Raiders over the Chiefs. Mm, they, they, they ain't in Oakland. They in Las Vegas. So you're wrong. They can be Oakland all they want. <laughs> no, I, I still call them Oakland. I feel it. I do too sometimes until I think about it. Uh, I got the Cardinals over the Panthers. And then I got the Bills over the Jets. Uh, I need, I need, I, to be honest, I need a three and no. I need a three and no to give me the, who, like, do you got everybody's overall? Like, who's winning right now? Oh, no. I was just doing this for fun. This is all for fun. This is, this is something that everybody has to keep to themselves. What? We don't never do nothing just for fun. The loser got to do something. All right. Okay. That's cool. We'll, well, whoever, we'll work at, the, at the end of it all, whoever has the worst record, we'll come up with something. We'll and, on that uh, next year. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. No, no, no. We can definitely come up with something. <laughs> we can definitely come up with something. <laughs> you got to wear like the, you gotta wear, saying, like, the hey. your rival team's jersey or some shit like that. We'll come up with something. Or like a hat or some shit. That's whack. But yeah, no, nah, I mean it ain't whack because I I don't want to lose because I don't want to wear nothing. That ain't, uh, <laughs> I'm saying, imagine imagine you imagine you having to wear amazing blue hat, bro. Whoa, see or a Cleveland or a Cleveland Brown jersey. Right. What's worse? It's a Cleveland Brown. Nah, worse than amazing blue. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. I'm about no, to say, I wear a Lamar Jackson jersey before I wear any of that bullshit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Fuck that, bro. Fuck that. Hey, you see, I wear a Joe yeah. Burrow jersey before I wear that bullshit. Uh, you said what? You see, I was just talking. I had to think about it. Like, uh, yeah, no, nah, I, I never wear that bullshit, Not man. Um, yeah, man, listen, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, we at the end of the show. So um next week, you know what I'm saying, we'll be back Wednesday, six-ish, you know what I'm saying, around that time, p.m. Eastern, uh, standard time. Um, also, remember, you can always, always catch us every Thursday on Spotify. You know what I'm saying? You can listen to the episode after um, the stream. Just in case you can't catch the stream, you can always listen back to us and hear all the fun uh, that we had during the live. Um Make sure, you know what I'm saying, you follow us on the social media. Um, follow us on Instagram at 43 underscore pod. Follow us on Twitter at official 43 pod. You can also watch the stream at the official 43 pod on Twitter. Also, um, you can also follow us on YouTube, uh, Schools Bronson TV. Um, you can see the um, live podcast there. You can also comment and tune in and interact with us as well. Um, uh, you can follow me at Scoots Bronson uh, on Twitter. I don't do Instagram no more because I'm shadow banned. You can check me out at twitch.tv slash Scoots Bronson. Um, Isolated Society is coming out this weekend. Uh, also, I'll be doing some gaming. Um, so you can check me out there as well. Plus, man, um, you know what I'm saying? I'm all about having fun. So I want to see how, uh, in that chat room talking trash. S-Dot, man, tell them where they can get you at. 
Yeah, y'all can find me at s.foster8. That's on IG and Twitter. At 28 Minutes or Less Pod on IG as well. Um, I just put out a new episode. You can find 28 Minutes or Less Podcast on all major platforms. Put out a new episode. I'll break down season two of Wu-Tang American Saga. So go check that episode out. And uh, shit, that's that's all I got this week. Ben, e, what's up, man? Dang. Woo. Dang. Now, you can catch me, Easy E721, on Twitter. Uh, <clears throat> Facebook, you can catch me as my government, Eric Carter Jr. Uh, make sure you put that Jr. in there because you might get an old account. Uh, Instagram, Space Ninja 87 That's my personal. You can catch all podcasts, uh, stuff under First Class Podcast on Facebook. It's First Class Podcast Media. Um, and then you can catch my on Instagram, First Class Podcast, also on YouTube. Make sure you go and subscribe. I do have some new, some current content up. Still working on bringing more content to the uh, to you to the YouTube channel, and that's First Class Podcast. Trust me, you're gonna know it when you see it. Um, First Class Beer Oil is in full effect. It is no shave, November. Let's get it going. You know what I'm saying? I know I already got a beard, so it's kind of I'd be feeling kind of weird that I participated in No Shave November, but hey. Beard care is the best care. Come on now. So please, uh, if you if you're worried about your beard care, please just get with me, man. I got products available from shampoo to oil to beard butter. Please make sure you holler at me and uh, just be on the lookout for uh, new first class stuff coming up. Cool, man. Also, um, shout out to Seed. Shout out to JD. They couldn't make it this episode. We thought JD was going to pop in, um, but I don't think that's going to happen. So. Um, Check out Seeds at Seeds101 on social <laughs> medias and check out JD at DDrippy underscore net. I think it is a DDrippy net underscore JD. Um, yeah, man. So that's the end of the show. Thank y'all for tuning in. We definitely appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, see y'all next week and um, peace out, man. Peace. Yo. Let's go, Ravens. I mean, you got to quit saying that shit, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, let's go. Hey, Bob. More, let's go, man.